USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is Derek, Brett, and Mike. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Trying to stay warm. I totally understand. We're trying to stay warm down here, too. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That's Next week, it's supposed to be in the 70s up here. Mm. Uh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a heat wave. It'll be in the 90s, probably down in Florida. Yeah. Oh, we're supposed to hit high of 96 at some point this week. Whoa. I think today we were like 93 for our high. Already? Jeez. Yeah. And freaking insane. My dad said you guys have had a warm uh, winter, too. Uh, I mean, we've had some winter, but yeah, it, it's it's warm. It, it, it's kind of warm for, for what we had, so... but. Um, so what's going on with everyone? I know I've got celebration coming up and I hate when things are moving around on my screen. Um, <laughs> Brett, you've got Motor City Comic Con coming up in a, in a month. Yeah. Yeah. They just so. announced that uh, Will Wheaton's going to be there. Uh, Will Wheaton? Yeah. That's, that's so funny. They uh, did an article on our, uh, the, the Detroit Free Press and they uh, did a like uh, Stewie says it or they typed it out like he does. <laughs> like he says it. Uh, Will Wheaton. Or the cool whip or whatever however he says it. Cool. I can't even do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool whip. Or whip cool whip. Crap. Whip. Cool whip. Testing sibilance. <laughs> <laughs> the old the first time we see uh Tom Hanks on Wayne's World. So what do you do the band? I, I do mic checks. Siblings, siblings. Oh, yeah. One, two. Yep. One, two. Then Aerosmith comes out. Yeah. Would you perform with us? And they break out the mic. Siblings, siblings. And he grabs the the scarf and ties it on. <laughs> One more scarf. <laughs> so that was a, that was a great cast. Mm-hmm. And yet, I still can't find the. There was a sketch that they did that was the holiday Christmas album, and there were a couple of Hanukkah tunes on it. And I can't, I can't find that sketch on the SNL app. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like one of the ones that's eluding me. Oh, yeah, they they released it back with the uh, 40th anniversary of SNL, and they had every sketch ever done archived on the on the app. That's crazy. Well, it's hard to believe. Like the very first episode, uh, George George Carlin was the guest. He never interacted with the cast. It was like just him doing a stand up routine in front of everyone. Do a short set, then you have the cast do a sketch. Then he come back out and do another short sketch, (laughs) like. Yeah, if it stayed like that, the show would have never made 40 years. <laughs> so, um, well, talking about shows might not be sticking around. It's a great little segue. I think this leads to... Uh, yes, yes, it's a homecoming of sorts, if you will. <laughs> if you will. This article, <laughs> this article uh, uh, came out on io9. Uh, must have been right after the... Trailer came out for Cinnamon and, Buns. I mean, CinemaCon <laughs> or uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, what a great trailer! And, yeah, it was. I loved it. Oh yeah, it was awesome. And as soon as that came out, former Sony Pictures chief Amy Pascal told the press that the two studios might not work together again. This being uh, Sony and uh, Marvel. Yeah. So after the unbelievable. Collaboration, after the uh, sequel to Homecoming, that could be it for Spider-Man, at least as far as Sony's concerned. Or I don't know if he's going to go back to Marvel or what they're going to do with it. Well, but supposedly he's going the article. I thought that I thought the the impression was is going back to to Sony's control. Yeah, which would be a very bad. I, uh... Do they not realize all the money they're still going to make from this from Spider-Man Homecoming? It's still mm-hmm. distribute distribution. Still Sony. 
What do they think that that all the fans are going to be like? Oh, okay, you gave us some Marvel movies, and then they'll go back to Sony Control and be like, "Hey, it's the same thing." Well, right. Venom Venom's not under Marvel Control. Sony yet supposedly we have a deal for the all of the Spider Spider Man characters. So that license is back. It's a it's a joint collaboration with Marvel and. And Sony. Yeah, but the, and it, the Venom movie is not supposed to have anything to do with the Marvel Universe at all. Not even is, Spider-Man. Which is stupid as well. Yes, completely. Since what, he was part of his origin. What? Yeah, you can't... Uh, yeah, and there are also uh, talks of uh, Black Hat and Silver Sable movie coming out from Sony yeah, as well. Yeah, which I'm are, like, who... Are they not going to be part of the Marvel Universe either? Probably I not. I guess not. It's... Do you do you hear that sound? That sound would be the gunshot to the foot that Sony is placing. The weird thing is, though, that Pascal she doesn't even technically work for Sony anymore. So we don't know whether to, she's just talking out of her rear or if this is true things or what's going on with it. Yeah. Well, I, and I it do. could be that another deal will be made. I hope so. After after this is done, because what. Come on, Sony. I do have a quote from her. I I have an audio clip. Two, four, niner, five. (laughs) And then you got Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Then you got Disney in there as well. So it's actually between three studios. Well, Disney's only involved because they're backing up Marvel Studios. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. because like right now, Marvel, Sony has given um, Marvel Studios casting rights, script rights, and the character back into the Marvel Cinematic, and the character into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is a win-win because then Marvel could do could add Spider-Man like they did with Civil War into the Marvel Universe and really take off with it, and Sony wins because one, the franchise is going to be done right for once. I mean, the McGuire, McGuire films were great, except for the last one. Yeah. And, and I can test how you ruin a, a superhero franchise. Third film. Um, but Marvel. Hopefully that won't be the case with Thor. Th- that's how you save a franchise. That franchise. Third yeah. film. Um, Iron Man. Destroy. Third film. Mm. Cap. Cap was okay. I, Cap's been steady as is. Yeah, but also you could say that. Civil War was almost more of an Avengers film than a Captain America film. Yeah. And in some that, ways. And that's the whole thing. I mean, the the Cap movies are almost a standalone film on their own. They're not they're not they're sequels, but they could be they could be almost not a sequel as well. Right. So, um but no, Sony still maintains majority of the royalties from the film and Disney still maintains their original um their original cut as part of the original licensing agreement. But Spider-Man has got to be the most contested superhero of all time. I mean, look at what all they had to do to even get those first three movies out. Uh, it took years in litigation for Marvel to even get the rights back to it to put it out. Yeah. Yeah, but Marvel didn't put it out then either. It was Sony that put it out. Yeah. Because all that was back before Marvel Studios truly came around. Oh, yeah. Um. There's a lot of time in court spent on it. Yeah. Well, I, I love love some of the. Well, I think part of that was they were. Um, Rami was was not quite ready for production yet when the agree, when the licensing agreement was about to to go, and they were fighting for the extension. Going, hey, we've met the requirements because we're in we're in pre pre production for the film. <laughs> so I don't know. It, that was. A major legal battle back then, but it it was worth it for uh, for the McGuire films. The McGuire films are great. I hated the Garfield films. Yeah, those. Ugh. But um, I I love some of the comments underneath this article. Uh, can can we just make a clock for every time Sony messes up? I figure if DC Warner Brothers can get can get one, then Sony should be in line to get their unique decision making. Well, they have. If you've paid attention, we just talked about it. Then this other uh, next comment: Can Disney just please use some of that Star Wars money and buy Sony's film division? <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. 
Uh, and then someone replies to that. CBS is circling in on Sony Pictures as we speak. <laughs> Great. That's all we need is CBS to have Spider-Man back. Look what they did with the TV series. Grand <laughs> <laughs> um, that was back what the seventies. Yeah. Yep. Um, and wait, wait. I I can make y'all feel nostalgic. <laughs> The sax. Now all I can see is the one hand crawling up the building. <laughs> yeah. Gee, let's let's act like a, let's just move our hands up and down as we're pulled on a cable up the building. <laughs> and it's actually that like did, rope. <laughs> no, yeah. it, it was it was like a safety line, like a steel safety line, because it, it you you could see it, you could barely see it. In the shots, because anytime he climbs a building, ninety percent of the time the building was a glass window, so there was enough reflection to to hide it, to hide the cable. <laughs> but as he's going up, he's barely touching the wall to begin with. I'm like, oh god, yeah. But you know, as kids, we we ate it up. Oh my god, Spider Man! Spider Man's on TV. I just love just seeing him on uh, the Electric Company. He didn't even say anything. He just appeared on it. I know. Yeah. I used to love that. <laughs> yeah. I used That's to have. Funny. The main reason I watch the electric company. Yeah. I, I used to have um, the comic book that went with the electric company Spider-Man that was made. Oh, really? Yeah. They used to have, they used to have a comic book oh, wow. for it. Of course they did. I think, I think it, I think it was sold through Scholastic Reader. Ah, uh, I remember that. I, I wonder if there's even any copies still around, but there you know, must I mean, be. Th- this is, this is, this is so stupid though that Sony, They've got a good thing going, and now they're going to waste it away. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, we see good things are happening. Now we want we want to be greedy and, and take our major cut again. Yeah. Speaking of uh, bad movies, I just saw that uh, the latest Fantastic Four movie just came on Netflix. Oh. I'm not sure if I'm ready to waste two hours of my life yet or not. Yeah. I'm watching it. <laughs> yeah. Even if it is for free, technically. Yeah. So, so as it's not Brett, worth it. <laughs> as Brett just said, the fantastic flop on Netflix. Yes. Demand your refund now. <laughs> so much bad. Yeah. I think I think that's why uh, Derek's been sick so often in the last year, year and a half. <laughs> he got he got the cooties from the Fantastic Four movie. In <laughs> <coughs> De- uh, Derek's response is stop mocking me. That <laughs> <laughs> seems to be my lot in life. Yes, <laughs> it's the Fantastic Flop. So, um, so yeah. Now, I guess DC has a response with a new movie announcement. Curious to say which way we go with that. I'm not sure what you mean by which way we go, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, will it be good? Will it be bad? Well, this is... When you take what we have from DC so far, which has not been great, to say the least. it, It definitely fits the, you take the good... You take the bad, and there you have the fact yeah. of life. <laughs> that was or a the sad Disney, fact of life. Or the uh, Disney uh, movie franchise. <laughs> yeah. But now, word is that we're going to not only get a Batgirl movie, but it's going to be directed by Joss Whedon. Yay. Interesting. Oh, he's going to be writing it, too. Yeah, but which could be good, except he might uh, kill her at the end of the movie. Yeah, no kidding. Someone's going to die. <laughs> so, I guess so, he's using some of uh, Gail Simone's uh, stories. Yeah, so according to Variety, he signed on to write, direct, and produce a Batgirl movie for Warner Brothers and DC Films. Things that make you go, hmm. 
Uh, this is, says Whedon, of course, and then it goes on to say what he directed, so it, what he did. But if you don't know who Joss Whedon is, then hand in your geek card. Yes. Who, who's we'll be Joss coming to your house to collect it. <laughs> yeah. So after doing some Marvel movies and such, he's jumped over to the competition, and it says his Batgirl movie will be part of the ever-evolving DC Extended Universe. So, do you do you really want us coming to your doorstep looking for you? Because this is how we're going to sound. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, Who exactly. is Joss Whedon? Who is Joss Whedon? Joss Whedon. Where is Joss Whedon? <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess uh, we can do start uh, speculating on uh, casting now. Uh, sure. Well, well here, here's what do you guys the, have for casting? Oh, that's right. Uh, Joss Whedon had previously written a treatment for a Wonder Woman movie a decade ago. I remember yeah. that. Well, well, here's the question: Is this going to be Barbara Gordon, or is it going to be a different one of the other Batgirls? I would imagine it would be Barbara. It's got to be Barbara. I doubt it's going to be Stephanie or Spoiler. Oh, no. It says the movie only came into being within the last month with a project. I should say. Hmm. That was quick. Yeah. So Sophie Turner, think she can do an American accent? Hmm. Possibly. She is a ginger. <laughs> yeah. That's that's pretty much the only thing she's got going for her. I'm not real keen on her acting. <laughs> uh, of course, they don't have any uh, date for it or anything yet. So. Well, how how about uh, Debbie Ryan from the Ryan. Channel? She played Jesse on. On the Disney Channel, I'm um, not familiar. <laughs> or um, who I can never remember uh, Stone, the girl that played uh, Gwen and the Emma Spider-Man. Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Mm. She would be good. I could see that. And a ginger. Yeah, true. Well, uh, she's, she's dating Andrew Garfield. Oh, is she? Yes. Well, uh, since she, she, she was at one time, since she won't be doing any more Spider-Man movies, why not jump over to Batgirl? Right. It's true too. But I guess it'll uh, that would be so cool if they had like a teaser trailer at the after the end of the next Justice League movie, but mm. introducing her. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that that could be that can be interesting. Now, I wonder so, when that will happen. I don't know. They don't they don't say when when the movie's supposedly coming out. I was no, I don't I think they figured scenarios. that out yet. They don't. They have a script. They don't have anything yet. No. The idea, I guess, just came up a month ago. So yeah. It's going to be a few years, I think. Yeah. Well, I guess another another big news story that just came up recently. Um, apparently, we are going to get an Obi Wan Kenobi spinoff movie. Nice. Uh, this is supposedly from Star Wars News Net. Um, of course, they spell Lucasfilm wrong. They went Lucas Space Film. No, it's Lucasfilm. <laughs> it's one word. Idiots. Gosh, idiots. It's like. I hate when people don't put the hyphen in Spider-Man. It's hyphenated. StarWarsNews.net. You should know better. Either way, either that or comic books resource should know better. Ooh. It's, they're suffering from ID10, ID10T errors. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, we can chalk it up to uh, autocorrect, I suppose. Yeah. Good. Good. No, that doesn't but we look won't. quite right. <laughs> But we won't. Just just Google it. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, there's already the Han Solo movies already in progress. Of course, they're not spinoffs. They're called standalone movies. A Star Wars story. Thank you very much. Um, but th- this news is definitely, if this is true, and, and some of the comments in here say it may lead to it's, it's more truth than rumor. Um, I guess I'll find out more next week at Celebration. Oh, 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 fresh dough. <laughs> um, uh, sure. <laughs> according to the source, um, or according to one source, Ewan McGregor is expected to repeat his role, which I think we talked about over on Wookie Radio. This is an ideal time for him to take on this role. He'd be right about the right age mm. for for something in between the two films. Yeah, um, definitely. 
Kathleen Kennedy and the rest of the Lucasfilm um, and rest of Lucasfilm attend to make an Obi Wan movie set between Sith and A New Hope. No, duh. When else were you going to put it between Jedi and Force Awakens? Um, let's clue in here. He's dead. W- when is it going to go? Here's a casket at the end. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess you could do it between um, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, but that's kind of already been covered with the Obi-Wan Anakin graphic novel, or tra- or the Obi-Wan Anakin miniseries for Marvel, which you could get Not as to a... mention the Clone Wars. Yeah. So, um, McGregor's already communicated that he, he wants to do this role. Uh, he goes. I've been ha- I've been very open to say I'd be happy to do it if they want it. Um, the source additionally uncovered that Gareth Edwards is also being considered to direct the movie. Of course, you know he did uh, Rogue One, which got high acclaim from both critics and viewers. Uh, and keeping in mind that Edwards is required to come back to the director's seat, and the producers and writers will be different. Uh, the possibility of an Obi-Wan solo film is surely great. What's more is if there's any truth to this gossip, as I said, which I predicted this article would probably lead into. I didn't say, well, I bet the story's going to say that, but I kind of alluded to. If there, if if this rumor has any real weight, we'll find out more next week at Celebration. So, if this happens, this would be the this, the film slated for 2020. Thoughts. I want it. I like the uh, standalones Obi Wan stories that they've been interweaving in the Star Wars uh, yeah. comic series. Yeah, yeah been good. Yeah, those have been good. Like the <clears throat> stories of them. I see. I think the, you know those would take place after this particular movie because it fits in great. Now, uh, is a sideshow that has that brilliant Obi-Wan on Hermit on Tatooine. It's before he goes into the super long robes and long um, tunic top and you know, where his outfit looks more like the, the dress in desert robes than, than action, you know, Arab robes sure. type look. Um, I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, now you're going to make me dig it up. It's a beautiful piece because it's also got... Um, Oh, what? Who's the, who's on there with him? Um. Oh shoot! He's got the he's he's got um Anakin's lightsaber. He's got uh oh, Gon Jin's lightsaber. Both on his belt. Hmm. All right, I don't see him listed in the characters. I am intrigued. Oh, is this on eBay then? Yeah, this is a beautiful, gorgeous piece. Uh, show. Um, I thought it was Sideshow. I don't think it's General Giant. Ah, here we go. Found it. Wait till you guys see this. I don't like the price they want for it on eBay right now, but that's it. Such a gorgeous piece. Absolutely. Yeah, it is nice. Uh, Holy crap. $3,000? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In, in, <laughs> insane. But again, oh my. The, the time, the time period. This is what I envision um, McGregor looking like for a standalone movie. Is that this face you know, backpack? He's still, you know, he's got um, the uh, the staff from a Tuscan Raider, the the graffiti staff. He's got the sabers. He's got Anakin's. He's got his. He's got. Um, I thought the picture had him with Gligons as well. Um, now of course the, his clone armor or his armor from the Clone Wars, uh, the specs. Uh, it's, this is just a, a brilliant piece. It's like how how do we go from this to to the the Arab desert robe style look? When did that occur? <laughs> when he got older, he's trying that's to much, blend in. That's much cheaper. Sure. It's only one hundred twenty nine dollars. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we know why. We we trying we trying to say. And sexual cloth. <laughs> we we trying to say. So yeah, I, to me that would be the um, that that'd be the one worth movie wise. It'd be so worth seeing. Mm, it really, definitely. I mean, not that Han Solo be won't be worth it. This would just be. It'd be something else. I I I would absolutely enjoy a Kenobi. See, I don't want a Yoda film. 
I really don't no. want I really don't want a Boba Fett film. I mean, if it comes out, I'll go see it, obviously. Mm, I wouldn't mind a Boba Fett film. But Obi-Wan? No, uh, I don't know. But Obi-Wan, right at the, you know, during that time period between Sith and what happens when he went to hiding, into hiding? Mm. How much does he and Yoda still communicate? Does he actually make connection with Qui-Gon Jinn? I mean, well, what does he do? I mean, we see roughly in with twin sons from Rebels, but what what does he truly do to Overwatch Luke and and keep Luke on the right track? They kind of went into that a little bit on uh, in the comics. Yeah, a little. Yeah, and, yeah. I'd like to see more. Maybe we'll get to see Ahsoka. Yeah, that would be Make cool. an appearance. <clears throat> I wouldn't mind seeing an animated movie of her. Yeah, that would oh. be awesome. We we still don't know what happened to her at the end of season two of of Rebels. All right. Well, supposedly, have you guys seen finished up the season? Yes. Doesn't I heard she was supposed to make an appearance? She did not. No. Oh, that a big negatory. Because they said <laughs> that they had uh, that there was a glimpse of her coming out of the the temple after the fight in that uh, episode after she fought Anakin. I'm not sure if that's true. I haven't oh, gone I in and watched the, I, don't the rem- I don't remember. But mm-hmm. prior to, you know, back when she's still uh, Fulcrum, she could easily have gone and visited Obi-Wan. Because mm-hmm. she, I mean, she's not a Jedi anymore. Right. And it would be interesting to see what happened to her after she left the, the Order, see what she did. Oh, up until she made yeah. made the appearance in, in Rebels. Yeah. So, um, but talking about, you know, future ideas, future, future wants of, of Star Wars, um, Michael Bay has uh, some ideas of his own. And that leads us to good old Derek. Derek, over to you. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> I'll tell you. You want to know? So I believe if if I haven't made it clear in the past, I am, first of all, a huge Transformers fan. And second no. of all, I hate the Transformers movies. Hello, operator. Give me the number for 911. <laughs> so this summer, we have another Transformers movie, the fifth Transformers movie coming out, directed by Michael Bay. Who's Michael? Why? <laughs> he's he's the he's the Joel Schumacher of the Transformers movies, as far as I'm concerned. Th- that's saying Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher is actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, uh, see, I'm I'm speechless because of after reading this. So. <laughs> he's very verklempt. I can tell. <laughs> so he's he. He claims that this will be his final movie directing it, but it's not going, it's allegedly not going to be the final Transformers movie. But he has his hands on? Yeah. We'll go with hands. Um, Allegedly, uh, well, I guess Paramount brought together a writer's room to flesh out ideas for future Transformers movies. And in a recent interview with, (laughs) with MTV... Michael Bay has revealed that the studio has plenty of potential films in place. There are 14, that's right, 14 stories written, and there's good stuff, he said, which I don't buy for a minute. I'll start in China, LaBeouf. LaBeouf. I got, a, said, br- I got uh, a bridge for sale in Brooklyn. Yeah. He said he would he would like to do one of them, a Transformers spinoff. Then and, uh, what? <clears throat> well, where it is, one thing they're doing is a Bumblebee spinoff, which, uh, why? So, for if you're like me and you love the Transformers movies, there's going to be 14 more of them, apparently. That means the Transformers will probably be going on long after I'm dead and gone. <laughs> Which and franchise? I don't to complain about them anymore. Which, <laughs> which franchise is going to last longer at this point? Transformers or Star Wars? Well, <laughs> Star Wars has got the longevity. Well, that's right. I heard. I heard. Speaking of Transformers, and that's all Hasbro. I heard Hasbro's looking at re rebooting GI Joe franchise. Yes, but <laughs> they want to give it a millennial spin, whatever that means. No one's going to fire. They're going to CWIs it. There, no one's gonna yeah. no one's gonna fire a gun. 
the enemy gets killed because of all the whining. <laughs> it's all about a secret plan to take over Starbucks. Yeah. But I don't want to drive the tank. <laughs> the tank's so heavy, I can't control it or steer it. Can't, can't we all just get along? <laughs> <laughs> but, so that'll mean that, so they want to reboot G.I. Joe, fine. The two, the two G.I. Joe movies were not good at all. At all. At all. Not even with Channing Tatum. <sighs> So. And the rock, and the rock in those two. Yes, yeah, Roblox. Yeah. Now the question is, yeah. why was why was Flint in the first one played by Brandon Fraser, and then a totally different person in the second one? Because technically, Brandon. that wasn't Flint. But he Brandon was credited Fraser, as wasn't he? he was credited as Flint, I believe. I don't actually. I don't think he was. Brandon Fraser, as in uh, the such fine movies as uh, Encino Man. Yep. Be dazzled. Be dazzled. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So, okay. so checking, I'm checking his IMDb. To finish my previous thought, so they want to reboot G.I. Joe, which is fine. Go ahead and do that. It could use it. But then they want to give it a millennial spin, which is not which is what they think a millennial spin would be. So what how is that, you know, what is that going to entail? They're all going to be told they need to go to battle, and they're not going to go and go sit in timeout somewhere so they could meditate over the fact that they're not getting their way. You know? uh, and, the, and, all their pre, and all their previous colleges are going to give them straight A's. Now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, let's not alienate our millennial v- listeners. And knowing it's going to be all of a battle instead of only half the no. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is there is time to change, folks. You, you can do it. Ah, so here we go. More. Okay, so he, he he's being credited now as Sergeant Stone. Isn't Sergeant Stone. Instead of Flint? Yeah. Isn't Sergeant Stone Flint? Um, that's a good question. I'm looking that up. My memory's not that good. Alrighty then. I'm checking. You don't remember the dossier cards on the back? <laughs> I do. I barely remember what I had for lunch today. Those and uh, the ones on the Transformers, too. I remember them, but I don't remember them word for word. No. Alrighty, so going through this list. Ray Park as Snake Eyes. Of course he was. Yes. Um, It was one of the few good things about the movie. Okay. (laughs) Brandon Fraser, uncredited as Sergeant Jeffrey Stone IV slash Stone. Um, Really? (laughs) It's that was Cover Girl? Yeah. Totally, totally missed that. Was supposed. supposed to be Cover Girl. Well, Frazier was yeah. reportedly going to play Gung Ho, but instead later revealed to be playing Sergeant Stone. According to the director's commentary on the DVD, Frazier begged director Stephen Somners to be in the movie, making it his fourth collaboration with Somners after the Mummy franchise. Well, that's how Brendan Frazier got involved in it. Yep. So, what did begging get you guys? What did Brent, Brendan Fisher's begging get him? An uncredited crap role. <laughs> that everyone mistakenly feels that he's uh, a different character than he really was. So, still can't believe that. Fl- Flint's real name is Dashiell R. Fairborn. Yep, the nice night am. Still can't believe that was <laughs> that was Cover Girl. Oh, yeah. See, my problem with, with the with the movie as well is I was fully when I heard G.I. Joe movies like oh cool so we're going to see all the different costumes from the action figures nope and thank you for playing they don't do costumes anymore they took all the fun stuff of G.I. Joe out of the G.I. Joe yeah. movie the only thing that was cool is when we saw a somewhat variation of the hiss tank in the second film yeah but even that was like nice try guys but swing and a miss <laughs> So, well, I guess we could ask, is it going to be a swing and a miss? Or did you actually catch the release date for the Defenders in their teaser trailer? Yeah, in a video that came out a few days ago, you see the Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist riding in an elevator. And none of them them look up. No. <laughs> and none of them are in costume, although for some reason uh, Daredevil has his uh, hood on, mask yeah. over his eyes, looking more like uh, Iron Fist than Iron Fist does. But 
at the end of the video, Jessica Jones takes out the camera and it stops at a uh, time lapse of the date that the movie is going to be coming out or the show is going to be debuting. 818 of 2017. So it's going to be coming out in August. Yep. So mark calendars. They will be coming out. It was so great, though, how they did it. Uh, eight hours, yeah. 18 minutes, 20 seconds, and 17 frames, essentially, to create the, the 818 20, 2017. But no, I, I just I, watching it again. I noticed that uh, Luke Cage has uh, his hoodie has bullet holes in it. <laughs> of course it does. No, I, yeah. I'm, I want to know, is there significance with the Midland Circle Financial? I don't know. Because, you know, when the video starts, they're on floor 45. And by the time she catches the video, they're on floor 41. So I wonder if if there's any major fanboys um, who who are catching the significance of any of the information involving the elevator. Where's Kylan when you need him? Well, who's the guy that uh, got that license plate for? Uh, oh, that was the debut of the Vulture in the Homecoming trailer. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's some CSI work there. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. So, what what do you guys think about the Defender series? Is it going to be successful? Is it gonna be- oh yeah. I think it will. Yeah. Now, after Defenders, do you still want to see a Luke Cage and Iron Fist season two, or do you want to see them merged and do a um, Heroes for Hire series? I'd love to see the Heroes for Hire. Yeah, I would too. Okay. Um, now, here's some interesting rumors and um, speculation involving something near and dear to me work. I mean, Disney. <laughs> um. WDW News Today, and I'm glad they put this. I've criticized stories of theirs in the past because it it what it was it was rumors, but they didn't really specify it as rumors. Um, Rumor: Tron Light Cycle Power Run Roller Coaster is close to a green light for Walt Disney World and Disneyland. One, I don't know where they're putting it at Disneyland unless it goes in over at. California Adventure, and even there, there's still almost no room. Um, But according to sources, budget and preliminary designs um, have been sent out to Shanghai to make a project a reality here in the U.S. Uh, The decision to move forward with a Tron reboot and sequel, did did we miss the story or did we talk about this? Yeah, we did talk about this. We did talk about it because we mentioned Jared Leto possibly as Tron. Ah. Yeah, hope not. Um, Walt Disney World is planning to build the attraction in Tomorrowland ahead of October 1st, 2021, the start of the 50th anniversary of the entire resort. Yeah, we are that far away, aren't we? Um, The resort, this would ensure major new additions to each of the four parks leading up to what should be a milestone lasting 18 to 24 months. Of course, we don't. More 18 months, like we typically do, than 24. Uh, Enhancements at Epcot should begin by that time, and Star Wars Land, Toy Story Land, and Pandora will be open and operating. Well, of course, because Toy Story and Star Wars, well, Star Wars is supposed to open in 2019. And speculation is it's going to be May of 2019. Especially with the new rumors of, here, here's the new rumors with that. You go to Disney Hollywood Studios, it's a $100 ticket. You want to go into Star Wars Land after it opens? Well, for the first three months, it's going to cost you an additional ticket at 95 bucks to go into the Star Wars section. People are going, oh, no, it's not true, or um, or, or it's speculation. Um, well, no, it's... Disney saw what happened with Harry Potter when all that opened over at Universal. Mm. And the lines and everything was a disaster. It was insane in the very beginning. Things have calmed down a lot now, but it, it took a good six to eight months before they really, you know, before all that hype really went down. Well, they're talking, if they're going to do the hard ticket through the summer, for three months through the summer, then they're targeting a May opening for Star Wars Land in 2019. It only makes sense. So essentially, they got two years to get this built. Can be done. Um, 
So the so uh, so they're talking it for those who are familiar. Tron was sit on the site of the Tomorrowland Speedway, but the area where the former Galaxy Palace Theater, who people who might know where that is, is currently being used as cast parking because the theater's been torn down. Could be used as space as well for for the coaster. There is nothing that says that this can't overlap from one side to the other because the stretch would have the track going through, you know, uh, through the backside, you know, behind Astro Orbiter or whatever. I mean, it, it's it's going to be Tomorrowland Speedway. It's still going to need a little bit more space from there to do the ride. Uh, as for Disneyland, um, rumors indicate that the former Innoventions building now home to Star Wars Launch Bay, uh, will be the site allowing f- the outdoor portions of the roller coaster to soar beautifully over the Tomorrowland skyline. 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 Uh, that being said, some believe the coaster will be a, will be repurposed for the Marvel-themed land at Disney California Adventure, perhaps taking the place of the long-rumored Captain America launch roller coaster. Hmm. So, um, at two, I'm glad... WDW added this, as always with rumors and in the, and attractions in the design phase, things can change or even be canceled entirely. So, um, rumors also had it too that Universe of Energy is going away and that the coaster could come over to Epcot instead, and then they could retheme Test Track into a Tron-like attraction since it's almost there. But the video of the attraction from from uh, Shanghai is absolutely gorgeous. This, 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 uh, you're, ri- you're riding essentially a a, uh, a light cycle. That's really cool. And it's, it's an amazing attraction. Mm. But um, guests that we have had, well, no, this wasn't written by Mark Eads. It was written by Robert Niles over at uh, the Orange County Register. Uh, he did a story talking about is Universal is the Universal Disney competition hurting the theme park business? Well, kinda. Um, now in California, they've got Six Flags Magic Mountain. You've got Universal Hollywood. You've got Disneyland. Um, I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, there are times we refer to Universal as that other park. <laughs> Um, sort of like Voldemort. It's the park not named. Um, the so the question has come down to: Disney will open Pandora um, on May in in May, May twenty seventh. Well, two days earlier, Universal Orlando is going to open its new water park, Volcano Bay. So, well, personally, I think. Avatar is going to blow out Volcano Bay, but that that's saying apples and oranges. Um, now, another example is Universal Studios just opened the, the new Jimmy Fallon ride. Um, but Walt Disney World announced that they will be hosting a flyover with the Blue Angels on Thursday, just a half hour after Jimmy Fallon's opening ceremony um, gets wrapped. So it's like, really? oh yeah, Universal, we're going to do the opening ceremony, yay, the ride's open half hour later. Blue Angels flying over the castle, great photo op, and it is absolutely gorgeous when they do it. Um, so, I mean, to plan stuff like that, yeah, it, it's 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 crazy. When, when one company opens a, a new attraction, a new land, the other company does the same thing. If one company raises tix, uh, ticket prices, the other company does, all the others do the same. It's, is this hurting the business? Well, right now we're talking park tickets are, are almost a hundred bucks, except for Magic Kingdom, it's over a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. It's getting to a point you can almost not, you know, families are only going to go once a lifetime. Not, that is nuts. Yeah, not it is. every not not save up and go every couple of years, right? Especially when most of them are traveling in the first place out of state. Yeah, and right, then yeah. they have to pay for tickets once they get there and everything else, hotel and everything hotel, else. Yeah, yeah, all the extra costs. Yeah. It, it, it's stupid that they're doing this. I mean, there there's enough money out there for for everything, but. The companies are still going to get greedy and still want to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. 
the one company that finally says enough's enough, we're going to drop ticket prices, is going it's going to take a major win. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know what, why they don't see that. Well, it, it it's crazy. I mean, for me to go to work, I I live right off a toll road. Every time they've increased the toll, the the cost of tolls, more traffic has hit the road. Mm-hmm. I would have thought if you reduce the tolls, you'll get you'll see more traffic. But no, the more they more they increase, but they've also built up a bunch of stuff that has made it more, um, you know, more of a express route to different things. So people are people are going to pay it no matter what. I mean, for me, I pay it no matter what because that's the easiest way for me to get back and forth to work with using the least amount of gas. So, so you get like a like a pass or something like that, or not? I do have a pass, um, but that's probably like a yearly cost or whatever. Well, it's a weekly cost. <laughs> I renew it weekly. Weekly? Because wow. my wife, so oh, my wife uses my wife uses one too. Huh. Yeah, we we almost between the two of us, we almost blow forty five bucks a week in tolls. Wow. Yeah, you would think with what we've paid into it, these roads would be paid off already. Huh. Nope, they're going to keep doing it because they know they could get the money. Don't talk to me about bad roads. Michigan has the worst. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You should no. come around here. Louisiana is the worst. Five-year highway project, interstate project, takes five years to complete. Whatever they do for that, by the time they finish the finish the project, the stuff at the beginning is already needing to be replaced, and then they sit for a year trying to figure out the money for that, and then here's another five-year project. It's called job security. So, well, I'm going to assume that you've never heard of the big dig, then. Uh, I've heard of it. That was yeah. That was a huge, decades-long project out here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was ridiculous, and it's still not done. Nope. So, well, all kinds of problems. We we thought something else was was done when Lucas and Disney merged, but yay, he's back and then stronger than ever. Derek, a little a little thrawn there. Oh, I think that's me, actually. Ah, never mind. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Brett. <laughs> Bueller. 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 <laughs> Don't Anyone? do that to me. Anyone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this comes from Epic Stream. Uh, fans of the uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn from the classic book uh, from Timothy Zahn. Heir to the Empire, the season and Rebels, he was he was introduced in the canon. Yeah, and to follow that up, the uh, Lucasfilm Story Groups members uh, went to him, and he is apparently going to be coming out with another book on the Grand Admiral. Well, I would love to see. I love those books. Well, he's got yeah. he's got one. Is it out now, or is it supposed to release? I know, I know, he's going to have copies for sale at Celebration. Uh, I. Th- Think there was another convention. He had some stuff. He had. He, I know he had it copies for sale at another convention prior to. You know, more promotional copies. Oh, okay, never mind. So it says in the story, book comes out next week. Yeah, and he was also on a uh, panel with uh, Lucasfilm Story Group members Dave Filoni, and yeah. when they asked him about Thrawn um, he, uh, during the panel, Zan looks toward the future, he pitched sequels for the book, and expressing interest in making three more novels for Thrawn. And according to the recap, an excerpt taken from the upcoming novels reveals that Thrawn had met Anakin Skywalker once before. Uh-huh. Yeah. This plot yeah. thread has been included in one of the sequels that Zahn's been pitching. No, this is going to be a whole new thing, right? It's not connected to his original books at all, right? I don't know. I thought, wasn't he killed? I can't remember if he was killed in the end of that trilogy. I'm not, I can't remember. Since they're redoing everything anyway, yeah, I, there might be some things from the original can, uh, original story of him, um, but or think, they might be tying it more into the canon that's going on now. But yeah, yeah. instead of because it, he did, he didn't come, he really didn't come about until after Return of the Jedi with the whole heir to the Empire right mm-hmm. series. Yeah, and, now and he's now, in Rebels, he, which is, takes place before all that. Yeah. Does it does it mean we could? I mean, I would love to see him in a a Star Wars story film that takes place right after Return. Maybe we do get oh, yeah. something. Maybe not a full heir to the Empire, but maybe something inspired by 
Mm-hmm. Just to show him in that, and then and then show him get knocked off and killed. So yeah, those uh, those books introduced uh, Luke's wife. And they introduced a lot of a lot of great characters. Yeah, Mara Jade. Yeah, that was the first Star Wars books I had ever read. Was was that series? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I got into the Yuzan Vong yeah. uh, series. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm I'm so sad that the, that they made they kind of wiped those books out of canon because they were canon at one time. Yeah, until but you know, the the new movies now. But not know, official the, canon though. Yeah. The, no wait. Well, no, well, no, no. No. The the novels weren't necessarily official canon. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, they were expanded universe, but nothing signified that they were truly canon because I don't even think they said. Um, that any of the Marvel books, the original Marvel series, or the early Dark Horse stuff was considered can- truly canon either. Especially, no, with, yeah. especially <laughs> with all the characters written. Yeah, yeah that was, that that was that. always the word from Lucas, that none of it was really canon. Now, yeah. the current Marvel stuff is canon. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Aphra is canon. God, I would love to see her mm-hmm. in a movie, too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but the whole... Um, one of the issues I had is they, you know, they killed off Chewbacca, and then like a year or two later, here comes a new book that takes place supposedly in the time period after Chewbacca was killed, and oh, someone wrote Chewbacca into the story. Mm-hmm. It was like he's dead. How'd you get him back in? So yeah, Salvatore uh, Ari Salvatore was the um, writer of the the first book of that series that, that killed off Chewbacca, so he got a yeah. lot of uh, oh, yeah. a lot, a lot of hate mail for for that. <laughs> yeah. What I love was, his um what was Forgotten worse Realms books. Death of Robin, Death of Superman, or Death of Chewbacca. Definitely Death of Chewbacca, I'd say. Yeah, I don't think he's yeah. coming back from having a planet dropped on him. <laughs> well, no. you, know, you never know, right? Anything's possible. It was a great death scene though. I mean what, just what, walk it off. What what if he what if he was laying in a in a pothole? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and I actually like Han and Leia's kids from the books a lot better than um Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. <laughs> Kylo's so emo. He's such a wine hiney. Yeah, but he's also uh, he's also tough too. If you really look at it, yeah. And, you know, he walked off a laser blast, and it was just a flesh one. Not just not <laughs> just any laser blast. The point or a spot on shot from the the Chewie's bowcaster. Yeah. But yet he still got both kidneys. I think yeah. he's more insane than uh, than emo. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what it is with why Star Wars characters that they have to do this with them, but even with like Luke Skywalker was like so whiny at the beginning. Oh yeah, even so I think all the way through until Return of the Jedi. I think he was, but, he was um, even, well, Uncle Owen. Anakin was a whiny. Yeah, he had a long line of whiny Skywalkers. Right. <laughs> just for clarification, the character was whiny, not Jake Lloyd. Yeah, he was just a victim of a bad script. Sure. <laughs> and some bad drugs. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, actually, a lack of taking drugs he should have been taking. Because huh. I think he's schizophrenic. I think it's what's been discovered or what's been announced. So, um, I guess let's wrap with some gaming news. Ah, uh, yes. Jules. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eric, I, I got. I have, to, I, I have. Yeah. I have to say it just, just so it stays fresh and for that day when she does come back. We love you, happen. Jules. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We missed you, Jules. Come back. <laughs> Why have you forsaken us? But Jules keeps telling us I'll be back. No. Oh. Even I groaned on that one. Where's where's the rim shot when we need it? <laughs> oh, <no>. Toilet flush. <laughs> so, uh, moving on. Uh, now, Mike, you said you've played Marvel Heroes. Uh, I have not played it. Did you, have you? Did you say you played it, Brett? Or no, I played the DC version. Mm. I played the Marvel one. So, Marvel Heroes, which is an action RPG MMO. Sorry, I'm reading this from my bathroom. Uh, <laughs> which is currently available on PC. 
is now is now coming to the PS4 and Xbox One, and it's going to be free to play. Initially, I'm sure there's uh, there's going to be a catch. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of in-game purchases and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure there will be the micro micro uh, transactions like they do on all the games now. I hate that. I really hate that. That's the catch. The only good thing is it's free. Like if you had to pay for the game and then pay for micro micro transactions, that would be ridiculous. Yeah. So it says here. Uh, Nothing has been announced as far as cross-platform play goes, and you won't be able to carry any progress made on the PC version over to PS4 or Xbox One. See, that stinks right there. Yeah. It also says it won't be as up-to-date as the PC version, but they are promising regular updates to help console users catch up. And it says it's going to have 38 different characters at launch including the big names like Captain America, Wolverine, Spider-Man, or Deadpool, with more characters coming about six months after launch. What, no Squirrel Girl? <laughs> six months after launch. <laughs> no, we're, we're going to get Squirrel Girl. Be a surprise. We're getting Squirrel Girl in the new new Defender series, or New Warrior series coming to, to ABC Freeform. But tune in, tune in to Mighty Marvel Geeks for that that story we're going to cover it over there. Yeah, because <laughs> nobody but Mike cared over it. <laughs> well, I don't want to say to say it. I only care because it's Squirrel Girl's going to be Squirrel in Girl. It. I know. Crickets. I, I, it's, I, crickets. I, <laughs> that would be squirrels chirping. Yes. <laughs> Where is my... This is what it sounds like when a squirrel chirps. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's the... The dead rotting prince. Instead, when doves cry, one squirrel's chirp. <laughs> so, yeah. There's supposed to be a, a beta coming for that game sometime soon as well. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. Well, is there any final thoughts? Speaking of uh, gaming news, hey, Derek, have you played, uh, did you do the uh, beta of uh, The Division? Tom Clancy's uh, new game? No, I didn't. Oh, I tried it. It it was very hard. Oh, really? Yeah, definitely wasn't very forgiving. (laughs) And that's something I would spend 60 bucks on, at least not for me. Oh, really? Yeah. I I still got to figure out if I truly am signed up for the the beta for the new Quake beta test going on. Hmm. Is that followed followed by the new Doom uh, beta test? I hope not. (laughs) I uh, hope not. So you're going back to that uh, era? Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, any other final thoughts? No, I think we covered everything. I think well, I'm thought out. Check out the homepage. You can still go to uh, the Celebration link and get order your tickets for Star Wars Celebration. It's just you have to pick them up on site at Will Call. Uh, also, too, check out... Um, our affiliate links for Comic Bento superhero stuff, uh, which they're hero boxes. They have the hats. They have hats going on now. I love my Flash hat that I got from them with my last box. That was a that's a fun hat. It's an exclusive hat to sell to uh, superhero stuff. Um, then uh, also to check out Ripped Apparel uh, for all your geeky T-shirt needs. They're sort of like uh, T Public or not T Public uh, Shirt Punch. And a little bit like we, I've put them up there with we, uh, we love fine, but they got some great selections. They really do. Um, I really recommend Ripped. Uh, check them out if you would. Uh, also, too, go check out um, tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash WBG Mike. You could get. Um, we be geeks merchandise, Mighty Marvel Geeks merchandise, Wookiee Radio merchandise, and of course the We Be Geek or the Mighty Marvel Geeks celebration exclusives that we have done up for Star Wars Celebration to commemorate our appearance on the podcast stage at Star Wars Celebration. Nice. Yes, yeah, up by and uh, say hi if you guys are down there. Yeah. Celebration. Yep. We got some stuff to give away, some cool stuff, and uh, possible guests on the show. 
Um, but the, but uh, yeah, check out check out our T Public site. Um, it got some. It you know just get the travel mug, a regular mug, stickers. They they've introduced stickers now, so you get stickers of the show logo. Support the show your support of the show. Uh, notebooks, um, cell phone cases, laptop sleeves, um, a bunch of different stuff. Hoodies, t-shirts, tanks. It's all right there. Whatever color you want. I'm not. I'm not making it mandatory that you have to get blue. You want to get it on a purple shirt? Get it on a purple shirt. Use your creativity. Support the geek revolution. Um, speaking of which, if there's nothing more from anyone, going once, going twice. Want to know more? <laughs> So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.